I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. Been a minute, has it? My apologies. It's kind of amazing <laughs> and humbling how quickly you can fall out of the habit of something. So towards the end of the year, trying to record this podcast and um, also bookcasts and things became like comically difficult. And I would say that I trend more trying to like muscle my way through and be like, I can make it happen. I'll just do a million readings or whatever. And I just was like, you know what? I don't got it. And it doesn't have to be this hard, you know? So what I thought would might be like a two week break and then I would come back in the new year has now become like a four year one. Oh, I kid, I kid. It's been like six weeks. I'm not sure how long it's been. And actually, I don't think y'all have had an episode since November. So it has been longer than that. But anyway, I digress. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing, whether it's in life, in podcasting, in my career. A lot is changing and I was not prepared for the space and the clarity, the process of weight loss surgery was going to introduce to my life. It's preparing for surgery provided this focus. And then it was kind of funny. I would say to my therapist, I was like, wow, I just feel so clear right now. I feel so like, no wonder all these religions like have a form of fasting and all this stuff. Cause she was like, it's the deprivation. It's a hundred percent the deprivation. Like don't make any big decisions, you know, don't set fire to your life. Cause this clarity you feel like could be clarity or it could literally just be deprivation. It could be the ketosis. And I was like, okay, cool. And now I'm just past seven months of surgery. I've lost over 150 pounds, if anybody cares. I'm not trying to flex, but I'm just trying to emphasize to you how radically my life has changed in a short period of time. And I'm doing the best I can to sort of move through that and be a person and adjust. But it's wild to be in the midst of your own metamorphosis. All I keep coming back to you because I'm not far away enough yet from the experience to really have any hindsight or I'm not really processed on any aspect of this, you know, it's all sort of unfolding in real time. And so I guess that that's what I'm kind of doing today is just checking in with y'all and telling you about that and saying, I'm doing the best I can, but I need to be honest with y'all that things are changing. How to be human is going to go on hiatus because... I just don't, I don't got it for it anymore. To be really honest, and I'm sorry, because I know that, I don't know, it feels kind of like a breakup. Like I wanted all of you to fall in love with this podcast. A lot of you did, and now I'm like, bye, you know? But it's become something that I don't really want it to be, and it's a lot of work. And so to do a lot of work for something that you don't want it to be and feel sort of confining and doesn't really match up with like where I think I'm going is a little bit silly, you know, like wh why? That's a choice, you know? I think what what is happening for me is a lot of feelings I didn't feel I was able to feel fat and, and, and I don't know why. I'm feeling them now. 
And something I feel really aware of is that pain is inevitable in life, but suffering is a choice. And I'm really aware of where I, I'm creating suffering that I don't need to. And so I would say the past six months, that's been something besides like eating a lot of protein. That's been something I've been thinking about is like, where do I increase my own suffering? And I don't have to. And what do I think that suffering is about or for? And I've really felt a sense of liberation post-surgery because it's like this thing that's followed me around my whole life, this curse I felt like I couldn't lift, you know? And listen, I want to say, like, these are all my personal feelings. I don't think anything is wrong with a fat body. I don't think there's anything wrong with being in a larger body. I think it is everybody's right. Everybody is allowed to be and be it any weight, be it any size, be it your, I respect and honor your right to be whatever it is that feels right to you. I'm literally just speaking to my journey versus saying that, you know, there's no judgment in what I'm saying in that I don't think I'm a better person. I don't think I made the right decision or whatever. I did the right things for me. That is what I am learning about. And it's a humbling experience and process. And it's a very illuminating one. And it's like, I was not prepared for how free I would feel. And this space I feel in my brain, in my body, in my life, because this thing that's been on my like proverbial to-do list is gone. And I've been longing almost my entire life for help and understanding as to like why my body feels so different from everyone else's. And like, I've gotten it, you know, like I have just so much peace and it's like making all this stuff bubble to the surface. So I've been writing a lot. I've been taking classes with Kate Devine, who y'all all know and have mentioned. I'm also now in Sarah McCall's personal essay class. And then I'm also taking a screenplay class with Lauren um, Velosky. I don't know. I'm not, not positive how you say her last name. That is through Write or Die. My creative energy, y'all, is off the fucking charts. And it's something that's been difficult for me is I feel this urgency. I feel this urgency that I want to do all these things. I'm like writing a script. I'm working on an essay collection. I want to start a new podcast. And I have to temper myself and be like, you're not going anywhere. You weren't asleep and you now need to like overcompensate. But I feel this release and this ability to like run towards what I want in a way that I just didn't feel before. And, and I don't think it, it's not like, oh my God, I've lost weight and I'm now worthy of it. Like absolutely not. That is not what this is about. It's energy and it's healing. I've healed something in this process for me that's opened up a door. I've gone through some sort of portal and I'm figuring out where the fuck I am now on this other side, I guess is what I'm sharing. It's not really anything to do with the weight that's been lost or the size I'm wearing or any of that shit. It's that something that I've really battled with. And I was saying to my therapist that I was like, I feel really like grown up in a weird way. I was like, I don't understand like what the fuck would surgery have to do with like maturity or whatever. And she's like, you have grown up because you've accepted it never ends. Now I'm navigating what kind of boundaries do I want to reinstate around body talk and things like that? Because I'm like, well, man, I like opened up the door a little bit, but now I'm like, let's, let's shut it, you know? So I'm figuring all that out. <laughs> It's exciting and confusing because sometimes I go like, God, I wish I'd done this earlier. And then I go, no, you're supposed to do it now. So the pod's going to go on, a, on, on kind of a break. I don't know. 
I'm saying hiatus, I'm not saying I'm ending it or permanent hiatus or whatever, because like, I don't know. I just don't know. I know I don't want to do it this second, but that doesn't mean I'll never want to do it again. You know, like, I just don't know. So hopefully you'll roll with me. What I do know and what I would love to talk to you all about is I'm starting another pod that I'm calling Tell Me Why You Love It. And I've been in the process of it. And I hope you all will participate and you will tell me the things you love because I want to make a podcast that's essentially a celebration of enthusiasm and is almost like a version of show and tell. But I want it to be kind of a celebration of how much the things we love and are drawn towards like light us up and how sharing that with other people lights us up. And I used to play a game with friends of being like fun fact, like give me three fun facts about you or something like that. And I want it to be kind of like a version of that, like things we really love and feel a tie to, I think is really idiosyncratic and revealing about people in a very endearing and low stakes way. So look for that probably going to be in the spring. And I hope that y'all will come along for the ride. I'm also going to be launching a creative cohort that's going to be, I think it's either going to be eight weeks or 12 weeks. I haven't figured out that's going to be launching in March, but it'll be for people to really work on honing their creative voice and focusing their projects and then building in accountability and systems in order to get their projects out of their brains and into the world. So that's going to be coming. And then eventually, eventually down the line, I hope I'm going to get a book deal and get a collection of essays out there. And I mean, big, high in the sky, um, sell the script that Ashley and I are working on and have a TV show. So who knows, but big things. I'm really like, I don't know. I'm really swinging because I now don't really believe in a miss, you know, that I'm just like, whatever, maybe I'm supposed to write this script because it's been following me around for three, four years. And maybe I'm supposed to write this script, get this idea out so that I can like move on to the next thing. Who knows? Something I really appreciate in both Sarah's class and in Lauren's, they both talk a lot about like, don't give a fuck about commercial viability. And I've never felt more aware of that. I mean, I guess I'm kind of having a midlife crisis just late. You're like, Anna, we've known this for some time. I think I felt for a little while, like, what's the point? I try so hard. I put so much energy into these things. And what? You know, like, I don't make money. I, I don't get success. Like, what am I doing it for? And now I better understand. I do it because I want to do it. I do it because I don't know any other way to be. I do it because it's like, otherwise, I would probably go crazy because I have all this energy and it needs to go somewhere. I have all these ideas. I have all these ways that I want to connect with people like and creativity is the pathway to that for me. And if I can stay rooted in that and I can remember that it's not really about the hype or the fame or the this or the that, it's it's really about me feeling a sense of honoring my own gifts and self-expression, then like I'm fine. I'm pretty happy, you know, I have to figure out money. That's always a thing. But anyway, that's not y'all's problem. I mean, I guess it's a little bit your problem in the sense of it would be amazing if y'all would support my work in the future, but no crush. Y'all have been supporting it. You listen. That is a form of support. I will take it. So I'm not going to get greedy about it, but I'm hoping I'm being transparent here because I just think 
what's the point in trying to present you with some tidy soundbite or some tidy, this is where I'm at, when there's no reason to do that. You're not asking me to show up in a perfect way. So there's no reason for me to put that pressure on myself. And the real answer is, I don't know. I'm trying to figure things out. I feel a little overwhelmed right now in my life of I'm building all these like new systems and I have all these new routines and I have all these new ways I need to take care of myself, which is a little overwhelming. And then I'm trying to like onboard all these new things and new skills, which is, a you know, it's all, it's all a little overwhelming. And in figuring out what is supposed to be in my life, you know, unfortunately things have to go from my life. And like I said, I'm not saying that this is like the end for the pod, but it's going to be less uh, an avoidant me going, oh shit, there was another week I didn't do an episode. And this is going to be more of a conscious break with a, I don't know when I'll be back and we'll see. I think what some of it is, is I usually feel pretty clear in the sense of, I know what I'm trying to say. I know what I'm trying to communicate. I know what I'm trying to do. I know kind of what I'm in service of because I work to be clear on those things. And I think some of what it is right now is I don't feel clear on those things. And so it's hard to like hop on a mic or it's hard to like interview somebody and like feel really confident and in it when like you you don't know what you're saying, you don't know what you're doing. To me, it feels fraudulent. It's just not the way I am because there's no reason for it to be that way. I don't, I'm under no pressure, I don't know, to keep up some facade with y'all. And so I'm not going to. And I hope y'all can appreciate that. I hope that that is more appealing to you than me being like, Oh my God, everything's amazing. And I've never been clearer about what I'm doing in this life. That being said, I don't want this to totally be me just talking about myself and what's up because I'm boring. I've done that for 16 minutes now. So yikes. I was going to do a little tarot reading for us for what's in our best and highest to know about the new year. I know it's, it's literally January 30th. I squeaked by you know, it's technically January. I think I can technically say the new year, but all right. Interesting. Current situation, five of discs, which is pentacles in a traditional deck. I would say classically it's worries about money, but it's just, it's anxiety, it's worries. It's And it's kind of the busier you keep yourself and the busier you keep your hands, the better you can manage sort of the fears and anxieties. But it's like, kind of distracting yourself versus dwelling. So I would say like anything you, you really have no control over and there's really nothing you can do. Can you keep yourself busy and keep your mind off of it? A big thing that with the five of discs, I would say is often we feel broke, but we're not. And it can be almost like a form of spiritual poverty. Like we can be need, like our spirit can be needing something, but we think it's our bank account. It can also be when we've had to spend a lot of money for like a future investment. It can be when you're like, oh my God, I just feel so cash poor, but it's like, you're forgetting that you just moved and you enrolled in school. And like, it's not like you went and lost your mind and just bought $5,000 worth of googly eyes. You know, like you were putting your money towards things that you needed to. And this is just like a temporary blip in your financial scope. 
obstacle devil reverse interesting are you willing to look at the part you play in problems are you willing to look in the thing like whatever kind of feels like and the, the devil's a major so we've all got to look in our butt i would also say wherever you have power struggles can you look at the part you play in them in the sense of often if we feel a power struggle that means we are participating even if we don't think that we are so if you feel like you're in a you're playing a game or a power struggle like the easiest way to end it is to like stop playing the game you know and i've gotten to the point now with people where i'll just say this feels like some sort of strange power struggle like i'm out i don't want to do this or you know i've told you what works for me let me know if that changes or what you know like i just sort of exit stage left because if someone's sort of committed to that there's not a whole lot you can do but it's worth it looking like, is it happening to you? Are you participating in it? What ways you kind of sink yourself? Have you kind of been made more aware of that you can work with differently? These are all the, the themes of El Diablo, the devil. Our advice is strength. I love this. Everybody has homework. Everybody has to write down five to 10 things they find magical about themselves. And then ask yourself for the relationship in your life, fostering that. Do they line up with that? Do those people agree with that being a source or form of your magic. It's also integrity. It's doing the hard things. It's taking the long road because it's what you know is right and what you know is right for you, even if it's not necessarily popular or understood, you know, but it's really staying in your integrity and doing it even when it's hard because it is what protects your magic. It is what keeps you able to both transform yourself and others. Energy available for us to lean into right now. We've got the Ace of Wands. Love it. Burst of energy. Burst of creativity, sexuality, excitement, passion, travel, you know. But I think there has been a little bit of a collective shift, even though things aren't amazing. I think that... It sounds crazy to say this. Over 25,000 Palestinians have been killed at this point. What happened in Israel is horrific. Trump may be coming back to power in the U.S. Like, even though there are all these things that are just like, how the fuck, you know? I do feel a sense of a crumb of hope is coming back. And I think that's a little of what the Ace of Wands is about of like, we're not locked indoors anymore. We're not frozen. There are things we can do. We can burst out. And it's going to take creativity and imagination to imagine new futures and imagine new possibilities and imagine new life and to imagine new leaders and imagine all these things. So I think it can feel really difficult, especially when there is a lot of grief and there is a lot of sadness and there are a little, a lot of horrific things going on. Hope can feel like a luxury you can't afford or can feel like this self-indulgent or Pollyanna kind of thing, but it's never been more important because nothing changes if we can't imagine a different future. So if it feels a little cuckoo to you, I would invite you to try to reframe it, to see it as it's kind of our only way out of our current reality. That if we don't find new ways to show up for each other, to hold people accountable, to be conscious community members, to look out for one another, to advocate for each other and ourselves and stuff like, if we can't crack that, like we're sunk. So we have to tap into that Ace of Wands. We have to feel that burst of energy to say, okay, what can I do? What What is it within 
my scope and community that I can do or affect change. And then where we're heading is the nine of swords. Don't love to see that, to be honest, but a lot about fear and anxiety and really us, if we can see our fears for what they are, that they're irrational and often, often our fear is about what's happened versus what could and so it's like if you can make sort of peace with it and, and befriend sort of your fears and anxieties and they become your allies and kind of like a superpower because you go like, oh, that's all that is. That's just that fear. That's it. That's all that's talking to me. I don't have to take that seriously. That's not really about, you know, like that's not actually what's going to happen. And it's just like what my fear and anxiety likes to whisper in my ear. So I think in a way it's like we have to essentially it would boil this down to like, Feel the feels, be afraid, be anxious, be whatever, but also try to tap into your courage, try to tap into your strength, try to tap into your creativity to what if we soothed ourselves with different methods of rem- remembering what's possible or what we could do versus just wallowing in fear or feeling frozen. And again, no judgment in it. I don't think we always have control. I don't think we always get to say like, okay, I'm leaving this, you know, like it it can be a trauma response. There's a million reasons we can be the way we are. So, but if you would like to feel differently, I would offer these things as pathways into feeling more than just despair or fear. So again, I don't know when you'll hear from me again on here. I hope y'all will all participate in some way with tell me why you love it. There's a Google form. I'll put that in the notes. You can always leave me a message on the speak pipe and yeah, you can always find me on the Instagram. You can email me. I'm always here. You just might not hear me every Tuesday. So everybody be well. I'll talk to you soon. I promise I won't go away for this long again. And I don't know. I think we're all going to be okay. Bye. That's all for today. If you're interested in submitting a topic, please go to annatonk.com and hit the contact button. Or you can email me at annatonk at gmail.com. If you're a fan of the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really does help.